0: This is B of C Live, the video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up on B of C Live, a conversation with Jeffrey Harold. He is the CEO of Garden Remedies, a Massachusetts based producer and vertically integrated company. Want to talk to him about their footprint, about how unique Massachusetts is and where they might be headed next. Jeff, thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for
0: having me. Uh, anybody that has Massachusetts over their right shoulder, I would have on almost any time.
1: <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'm
0: Appreciate from Natick, and I was telling you before we came on that my first legal cannabis purchase in Massachusetts was at one of the garden remedies in Marlborough. Um, so, uh, I was, that was my first purchase. It'll always be my first purchase. I, I saved the receipt.
1: <laughs> Love it. Come back again.
0: <laughs> I will. I will. Uh, and maybe that's where we start. Like when I bought, I don't even remember what year it was, but, but the Massachusetts industry is has grown. Like, uh, Tell us the startup story, sort of how you got into it and sort of your relative size now.
1: Yeah. The, the, the company was actually founded in 2013 by uh, Dr. Munkasey. So she's a board certified anesthesiologist, um, breast cancer survivor, really got into the industry from the advocacy side and you know, helped get a lot of bills and things passed in Massachusetts to kind of get the industry to where it is today. Um, you know, started with a couple of grow rooms and, you know, one dispensary in Newton Mass back in the medical days. Um, you know, I started with the company when we had about 30 employees um, still in that world to, to now, you know, we have three stores. So Mel- or Marlboro, Melrose and Newton. Um, and then our, we have a cultivation out in Fitchburg, so we're vertically uh, vertically integrated. Um, so Dr. McCasey kind of got into this under under the sense that initially went out to California, she traveled a lot, kind of saw the industry, and thought there was a way to really professionalize it um, and kind of bring it to the next you know the next realm. Um, so we take everything you know very seriously from a repeatability, from a compliance, safety, um, quality perspective. Uh, you know we love to we love to give tours of our facility because everyone kind of comes in I think expecting a bunch of you know people in Birkenstocks and tie dye t-shirts and, and they walk around and there's you know some people with with real educations and, and backgrounds and you know real scientists and and horticulturalists and all, all that good stuff
0: well it's, um, int- but, it's it's interesting I often say that uh Massachusetts I, I'm in Toronto Massachusetts is certainly from a governance perspective and uh and a regulatory perspective is super strict like Canada is and that's what you see when you take tours here is you know clean suits and you know it's it's like a good manufacturing practice type of environment which I think people it does surprise people but also the relative scale of what they see and very few people have seen that much cannabis being grown at, at any one time um which is which is unique and talk a little bit about it because you are uh, uh a single you're in a single state you're in massachusetts talk about sort of that advantage it gives you because of the regulatory environment which is hyper strict in massachusetts which is different and apart from what's about to happen in connecticut new york and other places like does that give you an advantage as you sort of scale out in massachusetts and maybe look beyond
1: i think um first and foremost we, we always treat it like it's an even playing field right like everyone else has to play by these rules in massachusetts so we can't really like get down when a new rule comes out that we don't like. because um, essentially it's a it's it makes things even. Um, I think operating in Massachusetts does give us an advantage in a sense that, you know, when when you can when you can operate successfully in a complicated market like this, I think it gives you a lot of ability, right? Like it's never going to be this hard. We've learned a lot of things now that we can easily apply. Um, and I think what you what you do see in in, in general is a lot of states are starting to copy what Massachusetts has done and starting to build out their regulatory process very similar. Um, so for us, we think that's an advantage, right? We, we, we know the rules, um, but also, you know, we're flexible. We, we think we can adapt to anything that they throw at us. Um, when you talk about Massachusetts, I think a lot of the early regulations were actually to set us up for failure, right? This, this is make it too difficult so no one could ever do it. And you got to love the, the industry and the people in it because the ingenuity, we figured it out, right? pass the yeah. testing standards, do everything that they wanted you to
0: do. And, and even in as much as I think I was, I was reading the regulations, I was home in, in Natick this summer and how delivery works now, like two delivery, t- talk a little bit about sort of that because like we have very strict delivery guidelines in Toronto, but these are like way more than that.
1: Yeah, so we actually launched delivery about two months ago for adult use out of our Newton dispensary. So we deliver um, within two hours generally to the greater Boston kind of metro area. Um, it's definitely complicated. I think, I think we're gonna see some easing in that world um, just because it is, you know, the expense is crazy. Um, you know, they tried to, they tried to make it um, early access for social equity um, aspects, which is great. Um, But also by, you know, the rules you're talking about, like they're they're required to have two people in a vehicle. Um, They have to have body cameras, GPS tracking. Um, There's a whole, you know, unmarked vehicle. There's a whole bunch of rules that really make it, um, you know, difficult to operate. So I know, you know, I know they're working on it. I know, you know, the the group, um, your green package that we work with is lobbying um, to try to turn it around yeah, it's difficult to operate. It's definitely difficult to make any money. You know, two people sitting in a vehicle all day, especially in Boston traffic makes it, <laughs> a, makes it pretty hard. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, if there's any place that's, de- it's like that and maybe LA, it's like, it's just people sitting in traffic most of the time. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't lend itself. It's, it's also difficult to get to the two hour that you're talking about, but new, I mean, just fairly central location, obviously. Um, and, and talk a little bit about sort of, Uh, how you see, you talked about sort of the vertical integration within Massachusetts. Like, are there next horizons where you're saying we could take this model and expand in Massachusetts, we could take it to to neighboring states or non-neighboring states that look a lot like the regulatory environment in Massachusetts?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, as a company, we decided pretty early on to focus specifically on Massachusetts. Um, I think, you know, if you look at a lot of the MSOs that are out there, they have a lot of flags planted. But they don't really have operations uh, you know ingrained in in the area or really really a real commitment to the the communities and things like that um so we took a different approach you know we we took a step back and said look mass just gonna be you know two and a half two and a half billion dollar market like we don't want to get distracted chasing all these other pretty shiny things and and leave um you know not pay attention to what's right in front of us Uh, so we have been focused here you know we built out our cultivation our team Um, our retail footprint, Um, but we have reached that kind of critical mass where we've, you know, we've got every license you can have essentially in Massachusetts. So now it's, well, where do we go from here? Um, And, and, you know, when we think about growth, you know, it's great. Investors want it, want it, right. And everyone keeps everyone happy. Um, But also we think we have a unique team over here that if we don't grow, then we don't continue to create opportunities for them, Um, which then, you know, maybe they start thinking about going elsewhere, which is the last thing that that we want. Uh, but you know, to, to your original question, we, we think Garden Remedies is a pretty regional brand. Um, so we'd like to really keep it like Northeast focused, um, grow on, you know, build on the um, infrastructure that we already have uh, and kind of expand that way.
0: Can, can you talk, I'd love to sort of dive, dive one into one more thing and that is uh, Massachusetts, the, the cities and towns have enormous power, right? Um, and that that differs from state to state but a lot of the states this has you know the local control is significant how is working with local municipalities and cities different from like day one to day or year 3 and 4 like have they realized that you are good neighbors that you're great operators like how how is that relationship built over time because we're looking you know we're talking to folks in New York and New Jersey and they're just on the cusp of cities and towns saying no but like i like to project you know in 2 3 years after legalization Those same cities are going to start saying yes because they want the tax revenue and the good neighbors. Talk a little about how that relationship has gone.
1: I think that's what everyone expects. What what I'd say is, you know, we're five years into this in Massachusetts, and you know, 50% of the communities still are banned, right? Like there hasn't been very many that I can't even think of one that has flopped from from where they are to to the other side. Um, uh, You know, it varies based on community, right? Uh, a lot of communities have different things that they're focused on. Maybe they're in a, a tax situation or a job situation that might for, be more appealing to, um, you know, for new businesses, others, you know, maybe this is a way down the list of things that they're worried about and they give you very little time of day. Um, what I can say is, you know, I was in a city council meeting a few weeks back and there's still people who show up and think cannabis should be illegal and they like to go on record about it every single time. Even if you're there to, uh, you know, get a get a new sign put in your parking lot, they're there to complain about how cannabis should be should be illegal. Um, so I, I think it gets easier, right? It's it's less of you know. I think being early is tough because early also comes with a lot of volume, which scares people. You know, we're we're in uh, we're in Newton, and Brookline was one of the first stores to open in Massachusetts. It really shook up the Newton politics because. There were lines around the block, traffic was crazy. You know, they thought that that was how it was going to be forever. Um, So they kind of put additional restrictions and things like that uh, on it. But, uh, you know, it eases over time. Public perception is still, you know, it's still only, depending on what you look at, 40 to 30% of people, pretty pretty strong objection out there right now. Um, So I think you got to, in terms of New York, I think you really got to look at, where, where public opinion is strong to begin with and really start there
0: because
1: yeah. um, you know convincing changing people's minds is very difficult in what we
0: <laughs> especially do. when you're trying to adhere to regulations start a business hire people cultivate distribute manufacture products all of the deliver right if that's really complicated but I I enjoyed I enjoyed sort of hearing the garden remedy story hearing about your story and hearing about the local city councils of Massachusetts because that, uh, that, that strikes my fancy and sort of my background being from Natick. But I want to thank you for making time and I look forward to connecting with you down the road and hearing more about sort of the rollout in Massachusetts and how it's going. Yeah,
1: appreciate it.
0: Thanks, Jeff. Bye. That was Jeffrey Harold, the CEO of Garden Remedies. If you like this program, please rate and review us wherever you heard the show. It helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of ongoing partnerships with Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, CanDelta, Delta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torque and Main. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.